today on CityCast Chicago. 25 years ago, the WNBA started. The league is celebrating the athletes breaking barriers while being on the front lines of social justice issues. And Chicago Sky fans, this could be it for us this year. Coach James Wade is excited. We got a stacked roster. And of course, legendary Candace Parker is in the building. This is the year for them to make noise. A WNBA reporter joins us to break it down. It's Wednesday, April 28th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. First, a little bit of news, y'all. The city is trying to get creative to encourage residents to get the vaccine. And yesterday, Dr. Arwoody announced Vax and Relax, a campaign that the city hopes will encourage young people to get the vaccine by having it at places they like to go. Block club events, salons, and even the barbershop. Uh, she also didn't go as far enough to say what summertime shot will look like or whether or not Lollapalooza and other festivals be around. But the top doc did say the likelihood that you'll need a vax pass for larger events is pretty high. And it's exactly what it sounds like. A pass saying you got vaccined so you can get in. Some good news for my Lathrop Home community members. There's a storytelling workshop being hosted tonight virtually with local artists Nia Eastley and myself. We're going to teach you how to share your story, talk about the evolution of the community, and hopefully give you an opportunity to connect with your neighbors. You can find more information at our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. That's your news for Wednesday, April 28th. Preseason basketball for the Chicago Sky kicks off Saturday. And not only is our team looking strong, but 2021 could be a big year for the WNBA as the league celebrates the 25th anniversary. Chris Pennick covers women's basketball in Chicago, and we asked him to give us a preview of the 2021 season. Chris, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. Feeling great. It's The draft was a couple of weeks ago, and it already seems like the season's right around the corner. So, Hey, man, let's jump right in with that. Chicago had two early first-round draft picks. Tell me how you feel about uh, the people that they picked up. We're looking at Shyla Hill and Natasha Mack. So the Shyla Hill choice was a bit of a surprise to us, given the other guards that were on the board, Arella Garantes out of Rutgers, um, I think even Dejonai Carrington out of Baylor. And yet James Wade went with Shyla Hill. And in her post-draft interview, she said she'd been talking to Chicago for a while, so it was clear that James Wade had her in his sights. She's been professional since she was 14. She started playing in the WNBL. Right, the uh, professional league over in Australia. Mm-hmm. She has some really nice stats. She's a scoring first type point guard. She's very good in the pick and roll, uh, pick and yeah, pop. Charlotte has got handles. Yes, she does. She I got did. some taps. Definitely. Um, and she is not shy about taking those shots. Um, her percentage was a bit iffy. She's a, she's a volume scorer at this point in time. And it'll be interesting to see what she learns from both Courtney Vandersloot, the point god, <laughs> and James Wade, who was a former point guard himself. She's got a lot of mentors on that team. I think that's the best thing. She's being mentored by some of the best in the game with Vandersloot, Quigley, and even Candace Parker in terms of being able to pass on the run. Yeah, let, let's talk about CP. You know, Chicago, Naperville, this is, this is her home. 
And it's always good when a person comes back. But, you know, we just saw the, the Dwayne Wade saga, and that didn't translate to anything more than marketing. Right. I love my boy. I love D-Wade. But like you said, CP got a lot left in the tank. What do you think uh, she can do for this team? Well, she left a bad situation for her with uh, the Sparks and Derek Fisher. It, it didn't work. And there's no reason that that she should be left on the bench in a close playoff game unless there's there's friction, right? So you have to think that it's going to be better for her just to have the breath of fresh air, change of scenery. Now, I want to see how things work. James Wade is definitely a player's coach, so I don't think there will be any kind of difficulty there. I am always cautious, especially when it comes to uh, free agency signings, because you know, no matter what, how good Candace has been, you still have to see how it works in real time. Is this the year for the Chicago Sky, in your opinion? I know we're still in training camp, but, you know, is this the year that they, they make a run? They haven't been to the finals since, what, 14? Yeah, 20, 2014, I believe it was. This is the year for them to make noise. I don't know if this is the year that they get to the championship because there's so many strong teams, and it's still a small league, only 12 teams to, um, to deal with. And so at this point in time, they're still the one-and-done playoff games. They are certainly built for it. What are some of the barriers you see this guy facing this season outside of, like you said, the stiffer competition? Um, just in general, the teams that they're going to have to play. Minnesota somehow reloaded. Cheryl Reeve has a rabbit's foot and a horseshoe <laughs> and all these other things where she was able to get some <laughs> great picks in the draft. And uh, I've watched them not be able to beat Minnesota for so many, so many years. And with Sylvia Fowles, uh, uh, they're going to have to get through Minnesota. Um, otherwise it's going to be, um, making sure that the pieces they have staying afloat because Gabby is going to be gone. A is going to be gone for the Olympics. And then they're going to have this new commissioner's cup in the middle of the season. So the difficulty there is just going to be, uh, continuity. Uh, continuity is the, really the thing, but if they can beat Minnesota at least twice this year, that is the, the sign to me that they are a for real championship contender. We're talking basketball. We're talking basketball. Don't go anywhere. Hey there. We're not taking ads yet at CityCast Chicago, but we still want to hear from you always, but especially about some places in the city that you love that make Chicago what it is. We got this submission from Amanda Berrios about Transit Tees. It's a gift shop in Wicker Park in Andersonville. And Amanda said that during the quarantine, she and her fiance survived by putting together a thousand piece puzzle based on a map published in 1931 that shows some of the most shocking crimes in Chicago history. If you have a submission, a shout out, a love letter to our city, Send it our way. You can email us at chicago at citycast.fm. A caveat, it can't be your business. You can't work there because then it's just an ad, right? That's chicago at citycast.fm. We're talking about the 25th anniversary for the league. You know, how have you seen over your time reporting the sky's profile in the city expand as a, you know, Chicago sports team it's gone by leaps and bounds in the past few years alone and that's for the league i think and i remember when i first started covering the team in, in 15 there was a real hardcore group of fans who were out at all state arena nearly every night they knew the players by name 
Um, and that, that hasn't really changed. But as the, the profile of the league has increased with Kathy Engelbert, the new commissioner, um, and they've improved their marketing, you're seeing the profile and, and scope and reach of the league grow. And I can tell that because the trolls that you would see commenting on these videos, <laughs> they're having, there's less of them. There's a lot less of them. And, uh-huh. and so I'm, I keep saying it, it's like, it's like if you shine a light in the back corner, that back corner of the, of the, of the kitchen and all the little bugs scurry out, the, that light's growing brighter and, and wider. There's not going to be as many places to hide for those trolls, you know? And that's happening across the league, like you said, not just here in Chicago. Right. And that's beautiful. And I think a large part of that recently is the WNBA, uh, led by a lot of um, strong women, strong black women who are putting social justice at the forefront for the league. How do you think that's played in the league's growing profile over the past few years? But by, by nature of survival women and black women have to stand up for themselves. And so not only just to be able to play basketball, but just to be able to play sports and function and exist in that um, athletic society, women have had to kind of come out on their own with few exceptions. And so now it's natural to these women, these people, these athletes to stand up and say, hey, this is something that's wrong. We need to change it. So last year wasn't an aberration. It was just people hadn't really been paying attention. So when those Vote Warnock shirts came out, it was crazy to me because I saw it happen and I realized it was league wide in a few minutes. And I was like, Oh, that's, you know, it's normal. Let me look up this Warnock dude. Let me see what he's about. Then it caught fire and the New York times was carrying it and everybody. And so it pretty much swung the balance of power in the country, in the Senate, in, in this whole election cycle, because the WNBA decided to wear some black shirts with white letters on them. Mm-hmm. That's incredible, right? And but it's again, yeah. it's normal. It's a normal thing. There's these these athletes are focused on playing basketball and making changes at the same time. Turn it back to your love for covering the sky, right? In the WNBA more broadly. What do you love so much about the game? It's great. It's basketball, man. You know, it's it's, it's no di- there's differences, right? But it's basketball. Basketball is beautiful. And and basketball, I always say that. This country, the United States of America, has given the world a lot of terrible things. But two things that is given the world that we can always uh, praise and love is is hip hop, jazz, and basketball. Man, talk that shit. Man. And I, I guess shout out to Canada for basketball. With, with we we claim that. <laughs> yeah, we we, we, gonna, we gonna take that one. <laughs> Thank you to Chris Pennant, who covers all things Chicago Sky and the City. You can find Pennant's work in the next and on We Are Regal Radio. Hey, before I let you go, I also need to give a shout out to Mark Greenberg, who provided some of the beautiful music you heard in today's show. That's our podcast for Wednesday, April 28th. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. I know yesterday was 80 degrees and they talking about hailstorms today. The size that could ruin your car. <laughs> I'm so sorry.